Join Hans and Scotty October 15th from noon to 3 at Bright Star Wireless. Noon to 3 at 185 West 12th Street, Suite C in Ogden. Customers of visit will receive a free liquid screen protector for your Android or Apple device while supplies last. Question of the day. The Utes flying high. The Cougars down in the dumps. The Aggies, they just got to beat the Broncos. What else is there to say? Hit us up on Facebook, DJ and PK. Tweet at us, David DJ James. Call us, 855-340-ZONE. Grab your phone, use the app, use the open mic feature, send it to Yach, he'll get it on the air. You're never at a loss for words, PK. What else is there to say? Well, I think if you're going to sum it up in a nutshell and look for brevity, I think that's what you have right now. Is Utah State season is going to be determined on what they do against Boise State, assuming that they beat these other ball clubs, which I think they will. And for Utah, these literally are the best of times, man. There is nothing better. It is, it is stunning. It really is stunning to me that you've got three teams in the Pac-12 who are ranked, right? And you're only going to play, can't play yourselves, you're not going to play Oregon in the regular season. See about the conference title game. So the other team that's ranked is the Sun Devils. And it is amazing to me that you are a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. That is a massive show of respect. I was really, really surprised when I saw that level of line. I have a friend. He texts me, hey, what do you want to bet this week? I said, you're a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll bet you a steak dinner for me and an apple for you. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) To me, that's a staggering amount of points to be favored against a a ranked team. I thought it was going to be a touchdown. I thought it was going to be six or seven points. You get three or four for being at home, and I thought – Senior quarterback, freshman quarterback, youths have been higher ranked, picked and all that. Sure, they should they're, be favored. Right. We all agree on right. that. So you got three or four, you throw on three at home, and you got a six or seven point spread. And I thought, 10 tops, and it was 12 and a half. I put it up on Twitter just now. Youths are favored by 12 and a half points over uh, ASU. Is that spread too much, too little, or just right? 57% for too much right now. It's early. You just open it up. It's stunning to me, but that's a show that doesn't, that's not a reflection on negative about the Devils because the Devils have better wins than Utah has. Michigan State, baby. They went on a road and beat Michigan State and Cal. And you can only play the young quarterback so long, but you then, you played it up. That was his first road game. And they're, they're, they got nothing going on. I told you the story. They're down, what was it, seven to three. With about two and a half minutes to go, I think it was, they get the ball back, and the quarterback, freshman Daniels, goes up to Herm Edwards, and Herm says, hey, you got to do it now. We're not getting the ball back. Yeah, he says, I know. I got this. And Dan- and Herm Edwards is thinking, why would you say that? We haven't crossed the 50 all day long. And yet he leads them down to a touchdown. And he did the same thing Saturday at home in his sixth game a lot different than first road game 
three, four weeks earlier. Well, and he had success earlier in this game, and they've been going up and down the field a little bit because uh, it's a Washington State Washington game, State. and that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But as in Michigan State, that was a massive defensive struggle. Right, that was a snooze fest for, for entertainment value. No, I love good defense, well, too. You love good defense. That's a lie. Team playing good defense. That's a lie. I want them going up and down the field. Right, but if it's your <laughs> team, you'll take a 10-7. to 7. You will. Uh, uh, you know, the, the Saturday one, 38-34, uh, I think it was, that was the final. That was obviously more entertaining. That was more fun. Yeah, so you can only play the freshman quarterback for so long. He's played every snap of every game. He was in spring ball, so you got to get past that at some point. Uh, so, But there's no doubt that they should have been favored. But to see them favored by that much, I don't think it's a reflection of the negative on the Sun Devils. I think it's all about the positivity for Utah. And I don't think it has anything to do or very little to do with the 52-7 to win. I think it's inherent no, to, the, I don't think people to the ball think, club that Utah has. Yeah, people don't think that much of Oregon State. So right. I don't think that is what's carrying the day here. No, it has to. You can sit here and, ra- and try to rationalize it away, but I think at the end of the day you have to say people think the Utes are really good. Yes. And there's a few Achilles heels that you can look at. But there aren't a lot. I mean, you can go back to previous years, but those were different teams. Those weren't the, those teams. Yeah, they got off to five and one and six and zero starts in 2014, 15, and sixteen, and those guys are largely gone. There might be some seniors left who redshirted or whatever. But it's a different beast. Uh, it totally is. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Right now, Tyler Hunley is, and and Kyle's been bringing this up. And I brought up some stat last week, and you're like, you didn't want to have any part of it. It's like, it doesn't work in college. The competition's too different and all that. And I try to lay off the stats until there's a little more body of evidence here. But we're now six games in, and he is fifth in the country in pass efficiency. I mean, you don't have to look very long to see a guy completing 75% of his passes and realize people just don't do that. Yeah, the only knock is they haven't beaten a team with a winning record. Right. And so their schedule's been pretty soft. Yeah, some of the teams that look tough have uh, backed up. USC and Washington State have both lost to go back to 3-3. Three and three. Yeah, But they didn't beat Washington, the SC. They anyway. lost to SC, yes. Regardless. Right. And Utah, or BYU was 2-1 and one and has dropped to 2-4. and four. By the time they played them, they weren't a winning team. No, it was a season opener. They couldn't be. Yeah. And the only team they played with a winning record at the time was Washington State. The only team they beat. The only team they beat right. with they, a winning record they, at the time they, they beat, beat them. them. Right. And they beat them up great. I mean, that was a. So that's it. That, there's only one so, common okay, denominator wait. between Washington or Utah and ASU, and that's Washington State. And obviously, Utes have a much better victory over that team. So dismissing, I'm mean, obviously got an Idaho State game in there and throw that out, and even Northern Illinois if you want. No, no, it's like two and four. I they? know, right? So, but you just look at the last six quarters, you know, in teams, we all acknowledge they have to improve over the course of a season. You have to keep, man, Nick Saban gets up there all the time. You got to get better. There's better opponents and bigger games out there. You got to keep improving, even if you're winning, you can't be fat and happy so the last six quarters and it's not a great sample size and maybe both these teams are lousy but they crushed Washington State at the end of that game that was a 14-13 game I think late in the second quarter mm-hmm. and then they scored 24 unanswered to end it and then 52-7 to are they figuring something out or is it just small sample size quality of competition uh, I think they've already figured it out I think Tyler Huntley's been brilliant all season. He has been. I don't yes. think that he's improved. Seventy-six to seven, and the seven was their scrubs yeah. against your scrubs with a minute left, yeah. and whatever. We'll get you some snaps, and then we'll get out of here. He's totally been on the top of his game from, from the first snap. Snap one, yeah, absolutely. He's improved over the course of four years. 
but I think dramatic, he's been sensational. Dramatic improvement from and he the should. second to third year. He was a sophomore year. versus a senior. Right. But even from junior to senior year, this is really... Substantial improvement, yeah. but it's been there the entire season. He has not had a bad game. He's not slumped at all. He's been sensational. The only thing is a couple of two or three throw it up and let those guys catch it. That's it. That's Other than that, what am I complaining about? The offensive line got beat up a little bit, but Kyle said, oh, they ran the ball all that, and against uh, statistically it didn't show it. My, my eyeball tests seem like they got beat up a little bit against SC. But you uh, yeah, ASU's say, defensive line, very weak. That was uh, inconsistent. And I think that goes back to Kyle's been talking about how the run blitzes, you know, you make a big play or you give up a big play. I think we saw that against SC. There were times they didn't handle it and they get hit in the backfield. And so that's what you, with the eyeball test, you see. But when you block it right and you beat it, then there's a chance to go get 10 or 15 or more yards. Maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but I only see Washington challenging them the rest of the way. Well, six teams left, Colorado, or Arizona, UCLA, and Colorado at the end. Nope. Of what what you saw to those three teams this week, Colorado went to Oregon and got destroyed. Arizona hung with... Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah. That was awful. Arizona hung with Washington, and then Mm. at halftime, whatever adjustments were made, it was all Washington after halftime. Arizona got blown off the field at home in the The second half. The Utes can put up 45 against that defense. Yes, I agree. And UCLA's a mess. So really, that leaves this three-game stretch here. ASU. And Cal, Cal is in a shadow of itself. Cal without. with the quarterback injury, that's a game-changer, season-changer for them. It is, yeah. yeah. Maybe their defense can still go out and win some 13-10 game or something. I don't see it. I don't either. Turnovers can sink you any game. So if you want I haven't to committed your... any. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Huntley is literally sitting on zero turnovers. Yeah. So it's Washington... And then the Devils. There the it is. Degree of difficulty. Those are the two big ones left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the two big ones are favored by twelve and a half points. <laughs> so that's not really that big. Eleven and one Utah. Eleven one Oregon. If Oregon can beat Washington this week, I guess they got SC too. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got the Devils down in Tempe. And they got the Devils there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that potentially could right. be a difficult game. But if Oregon beats Washington, they're just playing for style points at that point because they played this weekend. There's actually three really good games in the Pac-12. Oregon-Washington. If Oregon wins, they're, they're undefeated in the North and everybody else has got two losses. So if they give Washington a third loss and have the tiebreaker, it feels, feels like it's over. It is. I think it's over right now. If Washington wins, then Washington, okay, we're game back. If we win out, maybe SC or ASU gets them and we win the North. Yeah, I don't think so. I get why you say I don't think so, but it's still sitting there for him. I'll in the a, South, I'll, I'll put a hundred thou on it. In the South, USC and Arizona are two and one. Utah and ASU are two and one. So there's a four-way tie for first place, and by Sunday morning there'll be a two-way tie for first place. Whoever wins these two games will go to three and one and share the top spot. All right. When we come back, all the stuff you missed in this show, we got the poll question up. We'll see what you think about that point spread. Utes are favored by 12.5 points over ASU. Is that spread too much, too little, or just right? Go to David DJ James on Twitter and vote. We'll tell you how that's tracking. Next, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Yeah! 
And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Jazz are back in action tonight. They host the Sacramento Kings preseason actions and Smart Home Arena, 7 o'clock. Listen to the game on the Zone Sports Network starting at 6. The game will be on 97.5 The Zone over on 1280 The Zone. You'll hear the Monday Night Football game. Lions and Packers, 615 on ESPN. Major League Baseball National League Championship Series. Washington up two games to none at home for Game 3 with Steven Strasburg on the mound tonight, 530 on TBS. American League Championship Series has the day off. Game three is tomorrow at Yankee Stadium. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Homie. Buying or selling a home, check out Homie. They will help you out. Homie will give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at Homie.com. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. You ready? You guys ready? I wanted a truck. What exactly would you use a truck for? I have a nice car. You don't really have a well, need yeah, but you for see that. those pretty boy trucks, too. They're darn near bejeweled. Bejeweled? Guys, those are you truck owners. Prove to these guys that you have a tuxedo truck and you got your work truck. Uh, hi, Chris. Last time I called in, Gordon asked me how much money I make and stuff. What do you do for a living? Are you a wealthy man? I think he probably needs a truck just to haul his money to the bank. (laughs) Thank you for the phone call. We appreciate it. I I didn't appreciate it at all. It's not true. It's expensive being rich. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It sucks. We sit down here, we can hire some bears. And we we going out here, we lose to it, but it sucks. It sucks. Uh, I don't want to hear any more about how hard it is it hard. Man, at this point, man, I, I, I ain't going to give up on my fans. I appreciate the guys that come. appreciate the guys in the community that, that come and show, show support. But, you know, if you ain't there, that's, that's, hey, that's if you ain't there, sorry. You know, just, hey, we're going to get together. Bobby McCain from the Dolphins I getting off on some kind saying. of tangent. I don't know what anybody does what he's But Yogg plays it twice. Now I'm going to talk about it again. He's going to light me up for talking about no, the Owen you, whatever Dolphins. You broke it down way too much. You should have seen that two-point conversion. No, I shouldn't horrific. have. It was the Dolphins. It was I horrific. shouldn't see any play the Dolphins ever make the whole year. Please say you saw it on red zone and not like actually watching. Don Strzok is not walking through that Don door. I, I saw six Five or six plays off the highlights okay. on, on the I saw CNN zero team. or zero. Don Strzok is not walking through that door, and neither is Don Shula. Threw a two-point conversion, some screen pass at the four-yard line trying to run it in. So he breaks the it down again. It. I don't Brutal. give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> Miami and Cincinnati, the last two winless teams. Jets won. They took down the Cowboys. Cowboys, Rams, Chiefs, all with the good starts, 3-0 or 4-0, now losing streaks. Chiefs have gone from 4-0 to 4-2, losing to the Texans, who are also 4-2. Rams and Cowboys started 3-0 and are both now 3-3. All hail the Niners! There were tens of thousands of Niner fans at the Coliseum. That was a lot of red at that game. And they rewarded their fans with a 20-7 win. This guy sucked. We identified Jared Goff, 78 yards passing in an NFL game. It's awful. He's a bust. Niners are a perfect 5-0. Patriots are 6-0. They're the last two undefeated teams in the NFL. 
9 a.m. Slacker Radio Headlines brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, in Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. All right, other stuff we've been talking about. The Utes, favored by 12.5 over ASU. We're getting feedback now from uh, Ute fans. Uh, 385 Original tweets at us, even as a Ute fan. I think that's too much. I'll be shocked if either team wins by more than 10. you got a stat on that on ASU, 10-point games under... It's only a year and a half. It's not a big sample size. Coming up on, what, 20 games now? This will be Herm's 20th game? Correct, yeah. Right? 12 last year in the bowl. And the bowl game, that's that's the one blowout loss. They lost by 11. 11, I think it was like 31, 20. But it wasn't really the Devils. No, their best offensive player, Harry, and their best defensive player, Merlin Robertson, didn't play. Robertson for personal reasons, and then Harry to just get ready for the draft. No reason to get hurt. Nah. One game just for show. What is this? I'm going to be a first-round pick. I, I don't mean, even think those bowl wins or losses should count. Yep, but they do. So, Like, I look at Utah's 9-4 and four last year. They're 9-5. and five. I know, but I don't— <laughs> You don't want to count it. No, you had a ton of those guys sitting out last year. Huntley, Ma, uh, Moss, Hanson, Covey. Come on. Who cares? All the people who drove down to San Diego and watched the game or flew down to San Diego and watched the game? Yeah, and the, it rained the day of the game, but the day yeah. before was gorgeous. Neil tweets at us uh, on the Utes being 12.5-point favorites. According to people placing bets right now, 12.5 points is too little. The line has jumped to 13.5. I looked at it during the break when I saw this. Neil's spot on. 13.5-point spread now, PK. I just hope my Devils don't, don't get, get humiliated. Yeah. yeah, this is this might be the worst loss they've ever suffered under Herm. Certainly, they've lost no conference game, right? By more than seven. They're just sitting on that eleven pointer to Fresno. That's the one. Yeah, sixty percent of the people saying it's too much. Too much. 34% for just right. It's too much. We are not fully, 60% of you, slash us, because we thought it was too much too, are not appreciating the full genius that is on display right in front of us. Of what? The Utes. Team for the ages. Getting ready to hammer a 5-1 and one team that's ranked 17th nationally that went on the road and won at Michigan State. Have they ever done that? You thought beat a team badly of that caliber? The only thing I'm coming up with is that game at Oregon. Maybe they were ranked and had a good record at the time, but I think after that, other teams got Oregon and they ended up having a mediocre to bad season. Well, Helfridge was uh, on the way out. Was he not? They have beaten SC here, some, some nice SC teams, but I don't know that if they've beaten a 5-1, and 17th ranked team by a lot. When they've beaten SC here, they've generally had to have that last second drive. Yeah, and really in the final analysis, who cares how many you beat them by? Right. It doesn't matter. Your objective is to go to 3 1, 6 and 1. And if you win by a blocked extra point, so Take what? It. Take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a conference game. And as we just you saw win with a conference South- game, you celebrate. As we just saw with South Carolina and Georgia, sometimes yeah. crazy things happen in conference games. I've seen it a million times. So. Missed field goals, deflected interceptions. Two things a rivalry games. game and a conference game. Doesn't happen all the time. Devils once beat the U of A by blocking an extra point at the right of the game 
and blocking an extra point in OT. How many times has that happened? I remember watching that game. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. I mean, come on. That, that, that you that, that you got a rivalry and a conference game in those games. And that's crazy. That's why I think Utah has a little bit of an advantage that they don't have a rival in the conference. Colorado doesn't get up to play Utah any more than they get up to play anybody else. And everybody else has to deal with one of those at yeah, the end of the year. Yeah, they do. If you're good and yeah. they're not. Right. In Utah's case, it's kind of like, eh, it's another game. Right. Whereas UCLA's juiced up to play USC. I've seen that happen. Even though US, UCLA's coming in 2-9. and nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that it was a great SC team. It wasn't. Yeah. But nonetheless, it was a brutal UCLA team, and they won the game last so year. So it's stupid to try to ask these guys, oh, do you think you have a rivalry with Colorado? No. Nor do you want one. Because you're a way better program than them. And you don't want them to think, and this is a rivalry game, and it means something a little bit more. You get all five. Look at last year, man. The Cats led by 19 in the fourth quarter. 19 in the fourth quarter, and they blew it. How many times does that happen? Well, it's a rivalry game, and it's a conference game. Huh. Question of the morning. The Utes are flying high. The Cougars are down in the dumps. The Aggies, i got to figure out a way to beat the Broncos. That's shaping up as the game of the year. Is there anything else to say, or does that just sum it up? For now, it does. Jimmy says, as a BYU fan, it sucks to watch my team, but it is fun to watch the Utes have a good success, at least to make some football entertaining in the state of Utah. Yeah, who says that? Jimmy. Jimmy, you probably have about 5% of your Cougar brother in agreeing with you. Right. I actually think that makes it worse. Not better. So is Worse. this the 5% of the fan base that's willing to flip and root for the other team? Because the last no, thing you want to do is lose another 5% of the fan base. I don't think they'll flip. Oh, really? But I don't, I don't think that there's a 100% of both fan bases who either root against the other team or even care about the other team. I'd say there's probably 20% of Uten Cougar fans, A, don't necessarily root against the Uten Cougars, or B, don't even care. So they're not even sure who they're playing because they're just so into their own team. And I would say that number among Ute fans is growing. Because if yes, I'm a Ute fan I totally today, that. I'm totally. all about playing the Sun Devils. I don't care who BYU's playing. Not that into Play BYU. whoever they play. Not that into BYU Boise State. And they win or lose, I don't care. I'm worried about my team Saturday afternoon taking a major step right. towards winning the and South. Saturday night, I can see where you wouldn't watch the BYU-Boise State game. You'd watch the USC-Arizona game on the Pac-12 network right after your game. If well, you win, definitely. If you, if you lose, you turn the TV off because you're uh, mad. Not necessarily. If, if you win. Because you, you can win the division at 7-2. and two. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is not a make-or-break game for these guys. Still rather have it. Of course you would. <laughs> You're really playing with fire if you lose this. Ah, we lost two division um, games to the two teams that were picked to finish second and third behind us. Yeah, but we'll but be okay. They've already got a loss. They do. If they were both undefeated, like it would be in the North, that would be another story where then they have basically a three-game lead on you, a two-game lead in the column, plus the tie-break. a tiebreaker. Yeah, so that would be too much. You're running out of games at that point. So, yeah, obviously you want to get this game, but I still think Utah can win the division without winning the game. But I think they're going to win anyway, so it's academic. 
Yeah. So do the odds makers with that 12 and a half point 13 spread. 13 and a half. I mean to 13 and a half. If it gets to 15, I'm leaving the market. <laughs> I just can't handle the embarrassment of my team getting pulverized by the dreaded Utes. There's no way. I cannot let Whittingham gloat over me for a whole year. Bragging rights are at stake. (laughs) Even though we never talk about it. (laughs) You did one time. He did, yeah. That was post-game. I didn't like it. No, you're loving this. I didn't I didn't I didn't like that at all. I, I know you're a sun devil and you're enjoying this one. <laughs> no. And not in the interview session, not then. Maybe later on that night. I don't even remember what game that was. It was down there. Well I, I know it was down and there. And I think it was the week after they uh lost to BYU. It was a conference opener and they went down there and they were flat and they got smoked. They would have beat BYU, but that, uh, yeah, they beat BYU, they went down and lost ASU. They, <laughs> they got BYU. smoked. They got smoked in the first half. The game was over at half. I gotcha. Was that that game? I think so. Yeah, actually I felt way worse than that. I mean these close losses, I've always believed if you play a close game and a team wins by a field goal or a point or whatever, as as a fan of my team, I don't feel that bad. Because there's everybody has to have every game has a winner and a loser. Yeah, but our sports fandom has been corrupted by how many games we've watched and covering it. Right, but I still try to put myself in the fan point of view. If my team plays okay and they lose, if they would have lost that Washington State game Saturday, all right, I wouldn't have been happy that they lost, obviously. I'm not saying that, but if I really felt that bad? <clears throat> yeah, if you're a fan, you look back, and there's two things you do. You look back at one, two, or three, what it could have should is, where you could have stopped a drive, or you could have extended one and scored, and then you complain about a call. Yeah, right. But the fact is, every team, every game, every year yep. can say that. But that's, that's, a, that's how fans tend to react. But that's why we hear it all. I will say, I was down at Sun Devil Stadium on a Thursday night, and the Utes went down there and kicked the crap out of the Devils, yeah. and that was big-time embarrassing. So there's two different things. I'm not saying I accept losses with I say, oh, well, yeah, it's a game. No. If, they, if the, the Devils come up here and lose 42-7, to that's completely and totally unacceptable. But if they lose uh, 31-24, 31-23, something like that, hey, that's football. Join Anza Scotty Friday from noon to three as Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic will be live in studio to discuss an FDA-approved breakthrough and permanent solution for ED with no pills, surgery, or needles. Your feedback coming up next. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. When I die, I want the BYU team to be my pallbearers so they can let me down one last time. BYU's football team may be bad, but the student body is awkward. 
Well, Romney gets to throw to Romney, so uh, you're increasing brotherly love. I mean, how is that not a positive? I don't know. BYU, they are who we thought they were. This Saturday, I'll be in Rice Eccles with a spattering of other gold-clad fans, hoping that Jaden Daniels can pull off the win like Manny did before him and Brock Osweiler and Taylor Kelly. It's game week. Let's go, Devils! Brandon the Devil fan right there. Every week is game week. but uh... oh, If Jaden Daniels pulls off this one, holy freak. Six and one as a true freshman. Taking down a double-digit Pasadena for the next three years. <laughs> <laughs> Counting this one. No. No, 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 because he'll go pro if he's that good. <laughs> You're not getting a four He's skinny, though. I guess maybe. He'll yeah, but yeah, but if he wins three Rose Bowls, dude, he's out of here. <laughs> he'll still get his shot. I'll take it. We'll worry about and that fourth year when out. we get there. I mean, he'll, he'll, I mean, Tyler Huntley was pretty skinny. skinny. He's filled out. Yeah, yeah. I'll take three Rose Bowls out of Jaden. Jade yeah, thought you might. Jaden, Jaden, right? Not Jalen. Is it Jaden or Jalen? Jaden. Yes, Jaden. Okay. Daniels. Yeah, I'll take three, and then we'll we'll worry about 2022 when it gets here. Find another in the. Remember when PK was dismissing him and the wide receiver recruit, and I kept talking about him all the time, and it became a thing like he would dismiss him, and then I would pump him up even more. What happened to the the seven foot four wide receiver? He didn't qualify, right? He's actually at Snow College. Yeah. Oh, he is? Isn't yeah. the idea... Well, I heard he's at Snow College. ...that he's just waiting to get eligible and is coming here? That's the thought. They stuck him down there like... Stash the him at do. Snow. Out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Ephraim for a couple Go of years. Go to Ephraim. That's his, that's his well, off the beat. Isn't that same as Jones, isn't it? Yeah, Jones. Uh, and Snow's off to like a 6-1 and one start down there. Feedback of the day is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $359 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State Street or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. So, you'd believe her tweets at us when I say the line has moved. The Utes are now favored by 13.5. And, and I retweeted the poll question because the Utes, I said the Utes are favored by 12.5 over ASU. Is that spread too much, too little, or just right? 59% for too much, just right, 32%. Too little for 8%, and then those folks won. The line moved to 13.5. The people with money, as you like to say, the wise guys, who are putting cash on the line, who are doing their homework, yeah. they've bet that thing up to 13.5 that, that surprises me, man. Craig says, I like our chances against a freshman quarterback. For sure. Aaron says, considering the history between Utah and ASU, that's too much. I, I just don't know how much history matters. I mean, the, the Devils are on their third coach in this history. Does the fact ASU won by 18 last year? You talk about all the close games that they play, both for good and bad, wins and losses. Last year was a little different. Yeah, but if you chuck the ball up to Nikhil Harry and have him do what he did last year, if Nikhil Harry was a senior this year, then I'd be. It wouldn't be a 13 and a half point. Strut my stuff. Uh, 385 Original says, even as a U fan, I think that's too much. I'll be shocked if either team wins by more than 10. Yeah, and I want to say right up front, if Utah wins by two, three, four, five, who gives a flying you-know-what, man? I am not going to downgrade that victory. As long as they get out of there with a win, that's all that matters. And let the others uh, wallow or celebrate their betting situations. So if Utah, as long as they win this ball game, 
I will not classify it as a disappointing victory. I can't imagine any circumstance in which I classify Utah winning this Saturday afternoon as a disappointing win. Now we're getting, uh, we're getting Snow Badger tweets. Thanks, Yuck. Although I think this one came no, this one came in before you said anything. You oh, didn't okay. Another Utah team went to South Florida and represented well. The Badgers beat ASA 39-23. Several D1 players, especially on defense, that could help BYU. Go get them, Badgers. Go get them, Cougars. Then. <laughs> Antonio Bryan was actually in attendance at their game. Down if they uh, can help these guys, then they got to go get them, yeah. I'll leave that to nerds like Yacht to be following JC football. You know. I did my time way back when following JC football. You're done with that. Yes, you've made it. You don't have to worry about uh, that. I no did more. not not in Utah, but down in LA. Yeah, I know no, you did a lot of that. Two teams, yeah, friends, family, and PK. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I Today's covered Utah College five hundred and thirty-one Harbor College El Camino. I drove up to Santa Barbara. I would cover those games Oh, well, yeah, but you're right across from Ledbetter Beach. You love that. From the press box, you could see the ocean. You better believe I love that. You could have punted a ball over that fence onto the sand. I went to Moore Park, which is up in the Simi Valley, yeah. which is the opposite direction. Moore Park, yes. Dennis Pitt is hometown. Yes, so I've been to all those At places. At that point, you're I feel like Johnny Cash when it comes to junior college football I've been in Arizona or uh, uh, California. Been I've been to Compton Junior College. I've walked the field at Compton Junior College. Did you get down to Grossmont? No. Southwestern? No, just L.A. County northward. Okay. They sang a great flag football team. They, 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 you covered, they you covered wouldn't play spot. those teams down there. There was there's so many. No, I know you don't have to, but you went up to Santa Junior Barbara. College so has like 120. Just in California, yeah. You can Google California JC standings yeah. and just see league after league yeah. after league. <laughs> yes. Well, I, they, they don't compete with it. the other JCs nationally because they, they don't have so right. many. Yeah. Need to, yeah. Listen Wednesday for your chance to win tickets too. Are you ready, PK? Is it still Godsmack? Guns and Roses. Oh, Guns and Roses. Yeah, Godsmack was last week. Uh, yuck, I thought we were getting a little drop there. When do they come? Guns and Roses are bringing their outrageously successful, not in this lifetime tour, to Vivint Smart Home Arena on Tuesday, October 29th. Get ready to rock as reunited rock icons Axel, Slash, and Duff make their unbelievable return. Set to perform <laughs> 150-plus shows for over 5 million fans in stadiums, arenas, and as part of festivals worldwide. Tickets are on sale now. Now, purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. <laughs> Join Anson Scotty Friday from noon to three. Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic will be live in studio to discuss an FDA-approved breakthrough and permanent solution for ED with no pills, surgery, or needles. DJ and PK. Last word goes to Aggie fan Jake. Not just Boise PK. Wyoming looks tough. At Air Force will be tough. At Fresno. We can only drop one of those games to make the Boise game the division championship game. Yeah, but if you can't beat those, then the Boise game doesn't matter. Fresno's two and three. What happened? Who'd they just lose to? Air Force. Fresno lost to Air Force, yeah. yeah. I watched some of that game. Wyoming just lost to San Diego State, and you won at San Diego State. Same opponent, same field, common scores. There you go. Don't worry about Wyoming. Exactly. Yeah, See? There you go. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, we're out of here. Austin and Tony are coming up next.